I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to part two of Itty Patterson and Secret 2. I am here with my, oh, let's call a spade a spade, my new fucking girl crush. <laughs> Honestly, I'm so obsessed with you, Roxy. Feelings is mutual. Yes! I literally, I mean, I said this in the break, but I may as well tell everyone I'm an open book. I've been, like, staring at you guys don't get to see her, and that's just, this is the only time this medium is disappointing podcast, because she's stunning. Um, But, yeah, I'm looking at her, I'm like, Maybe I should cut my hair. But, she's got, but I'd look like Edna from the fucking Incredibles if I did it. You look like a babe, but I would look like Edna. I'm just going to leave the short hair to you, I think. But yes, I'm loving this pod. And you know what? I think, mate, like, it's exactly what people need to hear this time of year. Like, I mentioned I was feeling a little bit down at the start of Jan and various, I attributed it to various different things. But actually, I just think it's because I felt a bit displaced. Mm. Like, I didn't feel that usual excitement I've got because this year is still so, it's still so up in the air and uncertain with a pandemic raging on. And that's what yeah. I kind of landed on eventually. But I think people need this. They need manifesting. They need your book. They need you more than ever now. Oh, thank you. You know, I think it's like people need hope and manifesting is like all about hope. It gives you this um, like amazing feeling, like this light within you that's just like, it's all going to be okay. And even through the shit, it's all going to like, it's all, it's all leading you somewhere better. And so, yeah. Do you think manifesting at its very core, if we had to like really strip it back and, and say something, it is hope. It is hope. Yes. Oh my God. 100%. I would say that like, yeah, it's just, I, I don't know. I keep referring to things. But it's just because I'm really aware of what people are asking me loads. And it's like, people do keep saying like, why is manifesting having a, like renaissance, you know, because it's not new. It's not a new yeah. concept. And it is that. It's because at the moment, people need that hope. Yeah, they don't have the security maybe of their jobs or the economy or their ability to travel or whatever it is. And so with, with that kind of uncertainty, we do feel more lost. And so you hold on to this idea that, like, actually, you, you can use your own mind. And if, if I'm if I'm can use my own mind then that's a feeling of safety and and so that safety and hope together is just you know an empowerment I don't know I'm yeah. just I fucking love manifesting like honestly I could talk about it all day like I genuinely like I'm so passionate about it no but that's lovely and I think 
when you are genuinely passionate about something and you talk about it from a place of like authenticity and real love, like it's very difficult for people not to in turn feel inspired. And listening to you talk, like I've said, I feel very inspired. Um, I don't want to like spoiler alert, ruin the book for everybody. I despite what my ugly emotion inside, <laughs> want everybody to go out and buy it because it's amazing and you're amazing. So it's seven steps to manifesting your best life, yeah. living your best life. What are those seven steps, Rox? Okay, so this, these seven steps, just to explain, are basically everything I learned about manifesting from listening and reading and researching and immersing myself in all self-development. And I kind of instinctively, I did it on a walk before my first manifesting workshop, before the pandemic, I wrote it in about five minutes, so I feel like it was just in me. Um, and obviously didn't write the book in five minutes, but it's just in five minutes. Yeah, preach another fucking no, choir. That's another story. <laughs> um, so, I got PTSD from writing the book. Um, so, so, anyway, so anyway, so I made these seven steps that were really will incorporate everything that you need to know about manifesting, and and it is a self development practice to live by. So. Step one is to be clear in your vision. So that really is about um, just gaining that clarity on where you want to head so that you can focus your attention. And that includes using regular visualizations, which has been proven by neuroscience to basically prime our subconscious to help us reach our goals. Um, so I really recommend kind of doing weekly visualization meditations, um, obviously making your vision board and just really being specific with the things you want to manifest, like making sure there's lots of details, um, you know, not just saying I want to manifest a job, but like which job, what salary, how do you want to feel within your role? Specifics. And for anyone, I'm basically going to give you the whole fucking book. <laughs> no, please don't, because I want people to still buy it. Let's keep no, it short, it's all right. <laughs> it's hard. I love it. Um, <laughs> and then it's also about saying, you know, for people that maybe don't know what they want, thinking about how you want to feel. Um, because sometimes oh. you, you know, especially if you find manifesting when you are lost, you might think, oh, my God, I don't even know what I want. Firstly, I'll say you do know what you want. You're just too scared to admit it because of that fear and doubt. But um, you can manifest how you want to feel in yourself. So more confident, more at peace, whatever it is. Yeah, I think, sorry, mate, interrupt. I know you're on a roll. But I think, you know, for years when I was younger and I was writing me goals and stuff and I hadn't manifesting in the form it's in now essentially wasn't really as, as topical as talked about but when I used to write on my goals it used to always be I want to be rich or I want to be um on this tv show or I want like this clothing brand or whatever it was only when I got into my 30s and stuff I want to be happy worked its way onto the list mm. and it, it's edged further and further up you know like yeah. it's definitely one of the top things I write now I um, love that yeah I know mate but like I think when you're younger it's very easy to get distracted by all that stuff, isn't it? Well, it's just because Rather we than think how feel. that those things will bring us the happiness. Yeah. And, and the validation. They don't necessarily, do they? No, I mean... That's really important then, including how you feel, isn't it? Yeah, and, and I do say this in the book. I say that manifesting's greatest gift is not to help us attract things, but actually to empower us to be the best version of ourselves. So it really is like, I'm really glad you brought it up actually, because it's not, not, yes, you could tech, you know, you can manifest abundance and, you know, money is actually really powerful energy, 
but really like manifesting like your highest most confident self that is that's the beauty of it that's the kind of that's the what's the um i don't know the phrase the the end goal isn't it that's the big win is being this like and i always say i always say like my end goal is to always be this best version of myself and like that will look different of every stage of my life i've no doubt like as we grow and evolve and all the rest of it but yeah that is always my big goal being this elusive best version yeah um Okay, so that's manifesting. So go on, keep going. I'm, so I'm just la- I'm lapping this up, mate. I'm like I'm, I'm like I'm do I'm like I'm on your TED talk. I'm like, what's next? <laughs> oh, that should be on my vision board. I really want to do a TED talk. Okay, get it on, mate. Get it on. Um, I couldn't come. So step two is remove fear and doubt, and that is basically this is was my hardest step to write because it's huge because. removing fear and doubt is essentially the inner work and that's self-development and that's why I always say like this is a self-development practice to live by it's basically being able to identify what are your blocks so if whatever it is you want to manifest what are the fears that are currently stopping you from having that thing so you want the promotion but do you worry you're not smart enough qualified enough liked enough um do you doubt it's possible for you whatever and it's about addressing those and you know, starting that healing journey. And in the book, I do give some kind of practical tools, like watching the way you speak to yourself, using mantras, so affirmations. It's, yeah, it's basically fear and doubt is just about identifying your insecurities and starting to heal them. And I think alongside using the techniques I do is actually I encourage people to also look at alternative therapies, whether that's counseling, CBT, um, energy healing, whatever it is, anything that helps you to look at the traumas. And we all have traumas um, that have caused us to doubt ourselves and look at healing those. So... Yeah, it was a really hard chapter to write because there's so much to it. I can um, also think, I can also imagine like that is the really hard part of the process for everybody, right? So it yeah. makes sense that it's the hardest chapter because I know just off here when you talk about it for what the last half an hour, that that is definitely what holds me back mm. from being this manifesting queen. I, I, it's my own self-doubt. Yeah. Um, it's my fear mm. that... And there's that saying, isn't it? Like, where fear is not that we're not good enough, where fear is that we can burn brighter than ever before. Like, that is so true. And I do think we're a little bit scared of our own potential. Oh, my God. We so... We are so aligned because I'm... All, I'm as you're talking, I'm thinking things and you're saying them. Honestly. Yeah, I'm just getting. now I was thinking we have a fear of our own light. And it's like, we do. We fear that... Um, we like someone once said it to me and it really stuck it was like we have this fear of our own power yeah that we are all so powerful and that is you know and that is just so scary in a way for a lot of us but we have to be able to and actually it kind of goes quite well into step three which is align your behavior okay and i think this is the bit where people will as well like it's all right very well and good sitting there wishing for things but actually doing something putting something in practice that would make those things achievable that i imagine is a place where people stumble as well 100 there's no substitute for hard work it's like my new favorite saying i'm like i said it the other day and i'm like i'm, I'm that's my new phrase um, you sound um, you sound like a 50 year old fella <laughs> no substitute for hard work but i love it it's, it's true i'm a huge believer in like being kind to people respecting others encouraging others to do well but working fucking hard as yeah, well 100%. Like, that's where I'm at. 
And I think this is really like being, align your behaviors. There's loads of parts to it, but it's about being proactive, taking action. It's about embodying the person you want to be. And that also means, you know, having the habits of that version of you. So the way you treat yourself day to day is, you know, really integral to your manifesting journey. So how you have your, what your morning routine looks like, how you wind down, how you treat your mind, body, soul, that is all reflective of your self-worth. And so that's why it affects your ability to manifest. And so every day, every, every minute of every day, we have an opportunity really to boost our manifesting power from, you know, whether we choose to like hydrate or whether we choose to set healthy boundaries, like it's all reflective of how we feel about ourselves, which is the message we are sending to the universe about what we deserve. Honestly, like I can't tell you enough how I wish this was a Monday morning because like my week is winding down and I'm like, I just hope all these principles are still really fresh in my head because I'm so inspired. Uh I'm thinking to myself, like self-worth is about like respecting what you put in your body. It's about taking time for yourself. It's about making like making time for that hour in the gym or whatever, you know, and I've lost my way slightly and January is a hard time, you know, to, to sort of. I think, get back into everything as well. But no, I definitely have. And this is making us feel like I'm really excited about this year. Oh, good. Oh, I love that. Yay. (laughs) That's good. That's the goal. And I think it is that. It is about feeling excited about all the little changes you can make that will make your life feel like full. Like our lives are already full and rich if we... um, you know, just allow ourselves to to explore that. Um, And then align your behavior is also about stepping outside your comfort zone. And that's really about, you know, on any manifesting journey, you're going to have to grow and like go to the next level. And and it's like growing pains. And that means you're going to have to do something that you're scared of doing or something that you thought you couldn't do. And you have to prove to yourself um, that you're more than you think you are. And it, and that is, it's almost like step three and step two are really in tandem because the more you act like the version of yourself that you know you can be, the more you'll start to believe it. And then the more you believe it, the more you'll be able to do it. So it's like, you, like that thing I said to you earlier, fake it till you become it. It's really about that. So aligning your behavior is just like going for it and just don't stop and be, and then, you go to step four, which is overcome tests from the universe. And this is my favorite step. Okay. Okay. You've got me interested. So basically anytime you choose to settle or you um, accept less than you deserve, you are not overcoming a test from the universe. So... Let's say that you want to manifest your perfect partner and then someone comes into your life and you start dating him or her and then they're playing really hot and cold, but you're like, oh yeah, but I thought they were perfect at the beginning and you accept it. That is basically going, I don't really believe I'm worthy of what I wanted. Yes. That is you not, that's you not thinking you deserve to be loved the way you, the way you should be. Yeah. Oh my So it's you telling the universe what you think you are. Yeah. So the the minute you go, no, I'm stepping away from this. I'm clearing my energetic space for something better. You will always be rewarded. 
So yeah, it's like unlocking, unlocking the next level on a video game, isn't 100%. it? 100%. Energy is valuable and you have to use it wisely. Like you can't spread yourself and, and you can apply it to anything. If you're in a job that, you know, you're, you're settling in, if you accept, you know, an offer on, Whatever, if you accept a friendship that's, yeah. you know, making you, draining you all the time. And so that's like, I love because I'm like, oh my God, it makes it so easy because you end up, when you feel this empowered and you start saying no to things that are not worth, like, that make you feel less than, you just set, you just unlock a whole new world. Um, and also with that, it means that when things don't go your way, you, can show this incredible resilience and you can build this inner strength within you that's magnetic. And that's kind of like saying, okay, let's say you're going to go on holiday and something full and no, that's a shit example. <laughs> let's say, <laughs> let's say you go for the job and okay. you, you go for a job interview and you don't get the job. You have two options. You either have the option where you kind of say, oh, I knew I wasn't good enough. It's all my fault. Forget it. I'm just going to go back to doing what I was doing before. Yeah. Or you go, all right, what did I learn? What value can I take from it? That wasn't the right thing. Something better is coming. Yeah. I'm going to stay in my power. That, and and that's, that's so, that in itself is so powerful. Like I've noticed this mindset in my friends, my family, like my mum really is into this and like, she's so inspirational and lovely rocks. You'd absolutely love her. Like she's one of these people who she's had a really tough year with some really heartbreaking moments. And like, rather than sit and wallow and say like, why me? And uh, like, oh, I didn't deserve all the rest of it, which I would be very tempted to do. I'm not going to lie. She said, I know this is the universe's way of trying to teach me something and tell me something. And I know I'm, there's something else out there for me. I just don't know what it is yet. Oh, and she arrived at, I know. And she arrived at that train of thought, like so much quicker than so many like younger, really robust people would have. And I think, God, mom, like you're so resilient and I'm so, impressed by you and like that is why like I look at everything she's achieved and everything she's still achieving at like nearly 64 and I just think you're amazing that is so but that is right though isn't it like she's got the life she's got because of that attitude right of course of course and I think it's you know there are I don't know like there's always like there's all everything is about our perspective everything we experience comes through what a perspective and we have the choice always to choose what perspective we choose and we can choose a perspective that limits us or one that empowers us and so it's really just about being having that self-awareness to just always go I'm going to make a choice to choose a better perspective and I use this all the time as just like a go-to technique so if something like annoys me or I feel upset I'll always, and I usually say it like out loud to a friend or something, or just in my head, I'm just like, what is another perspective I could take on this? And as soon as I reframe it, I feel free. Yeah. Okay. That is, that is good. That is a re- another really good tip. I feel like all of these are great. It's no wonder, right. Okay. It's no wonder like, you're called the manifesting queen. Um, what's the next tip? <laughs> okay. Rocks? So the Hit next me. step is, um, embrace gratitude without caveats. Um, what's caveats? Okay. So I, really noticed that people would always say oh I am really grateful for my house but I'll just be happier when I'm somewhere bigger 
or they yeah. go, I'm really grateful for this, but when I have this, I am going to be a bit happier. And we attach these caveats to our gratitude. And I think it's because we think, okay, well, surely if I'm completely appreciative of what I already have, then I won't be pushed to strive for more. Yeah, you think you'll remain stagnant, yeah, but, but it's not it doesn't work like that. The manifesting sweet spot is knowing where you want to go whilst having full appreciation for where you already are. I absolutely do that, Rox. Oh. I do that. Like, I got this lovely house, which, God, I've wanted for years and so proud of to finally, like, you know, and all the rest of it. And people will say it, it's like, oh, you're dead happy. And I'll be like, yeah, yeah it's all right for now. I, d- I do that. I, I do mm. that. And I don't know why I'm doing that because I'm so fucking happy here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And like the only way I'd move is if I can convince him to come back up north with us one yeah. day. So, you know, like, I don't know why I do that. So it, that's quite normal though. Yeah, yeah, it is. It, it's, it's so normal. And I think that there's... Yeah, it is. I, well, I just think for me, I figure that's the reason why we do it because we fear yeah. that like we're not supposed to be entirely happy because we think we should always want more. And especially if you like manifesting, it can seem really counterintuitive. It can, and but, it can feel like you're almost limiting yourself. Yeah, but it's not. It's actually having like full appreciation for all that you already have. G- gratitude is like such a high vibrational frequency. And yeah. so you attract that back to you. So. I, I made this uh, 12 week self love journal with this amazing company called the head plan who she's like uh, my queen anyway. And in <laughs> it, we have like a daily pages and it's a positivity journal, which is where every night you kind of list every good thing that happened to you in the day from morning to evening. And what you notice is that your day is like filled with incredible moments, however big or small, but we just ignore, we just miss them. We're just so, we're just going so quick, yeah. aren't we? And like, even if you are into manifesting, or even if you're not, like, we're all going so fast in life that we don't take notice of the little things. Like, it's weird. I actually, it was New Year's Day and um, I seen this thing and it was Steph McGovern, she just Steph's packed lunch. She reposted it and like brought it to me attention. And it was this thing that you get a jar and every week you write one thing that you are grateful for that's happened that week. Like one thing that's been good for you, one thing that's made you happy, made whatever. And on New Year's Eve, you sit and open them all. Like, and you read them back. Such a nice idea. And I was like, that's so fucking lovely because, you know, when I'm sitting there around Christmas and I do reflect, we all do, and I think about my lovely year and all the rest of it. And I think Instagram's nice for that, you know, to go back and be like, oh, remember that wedding and remember when we went on that holiday and stuff. But, you know, I'm I'm hard. I can't remember the little things. I'll be like, I can remember when me and him went to Dubrovnik or I can remember when I went to, like, Manchester with the lasses. But I couldn't say... I remember this moment because yeah. of this. And I think that's a real shame that I'm not taking proper comfort and pride in those in all those lovely little moments in between. So I think I'm going to do the jar. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I'm going to do the jar. Yeah, you should. And I think it's really like, basically you can retrain your brain to focus more on the positives by doing that. And because you'll be thinking, yeah, your subconscious will think, okay, I've got to write in my jar. So you'll be looking out for all the good things because your subconscious will be going, what am I going to write this week? So you, you kind of change your vibration because you put yourself, you change the way that you're focusing your attention. Um, so gratitude is step five and it's epic. So it's like all around will make your life better, even if you're into manifesting or not. 
Um, step six is turn envy into inspiration, which Woo! we spoke We've about already done that today. You've, you've completed already. <laughs> Tick. <laughs> um, and step seven is trust in the universe. And that is really all about the fact that manifesting is not about controlling your life. It's actually about surrender. Um, and it's about this kind of, unwavering belief that you don't need to know how you just know that it will happen and that everything's going to be okay and and that's the kind of the thing that natural manifestors possess is this just full trust um and it's really kind of the glue that holds all the other steps together so as someone who is a natural overthinker over planner incredibly neurotic like has to be in control of everything like I'm such a control freak I will struggle with that you will find it easier as you start to follow the other steps and okay, one okay. thing that is that I why said, that's step seven yeah and also because what will happen is you'll start um what one, one thing I encourage people to do is to look for little random coincidences or like serendipitous moments and let let them build your trust when you're like thinking about someone and they call you, like those yeah, things are yeah. not coincidence. It's energy. Everything is energy. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. So get on this, right? My ex-partner cheated on me. Um, and we were like six months off getting married. You know, I was engaged. We had the house Everything was all good to go. Like, I'm not telling anyone anything they don't know. Honestly, the the son had the paper, like the pictures of him doing it before he'd even woke up. Um, so that's how I had to find out. And it was awful. Oh. And it broke my heart. It broke my heart, right? And I thought I'd never be happy again. Mm. Like, drama- I know, melodramatic, but I did. And... Like, there was loads, like, when I was trying to get myself better, I did the whole, you know, vengeful fit pictures on me Instagram, I don't need no man, all that shit. And um, there was loads of blokes in my DMs. And, like, I won't name names, but um, it was some very handsome fellas, you know? And I, I just, nothing felt right. Like, no, like, I couldn't, you know, I, nothing felt like I didn't feel ready for anything. And then Urkan slid into my DMs, right? And I remember instantly just there was something different about the way his messages made us feel. And he said to me, and I can't I can't remember doing it, but he said, Oh, you'd been you'd started liking my pictures. And I said, Yeah, I can't remember. And obviously, like I'd 
I'd been heartbroken and I'd probably just been scrolling through Instagram thinking he's fit he's fit like you know I was on this like mission to like act like I was fine and better and I didn't you know I didn't need me ex and all the rest of it um and I says yeah I can't remember and he says yeah and he went I says I don't even remember following you and he went you followed us like years ago so I'd obviously he'd popped up on my explore page right years ago before I was in a relationship with my ex and I, I just, I'd seen a picture of him clearly with his top off and thought, you're a lovely bit of kit. So I'd followed him. Then he'd seen us follow, followed us back. We'd both got in relationships like quite quickly after that. So nothing had ever come to fruition. Um, and then of course, three years later down the line, he broke up with his ex like a month before I broke up with mine. <gasps> And then I started liking those pictures and he slid into my DMs. And honestly, Rox, like we went on our first date and I still post the picture of one on my first date. It was in Norbu in Berkeley Square. Oh my God, like, that's where I'm going for dinner tonight. Like, no. Yeah. Okay, this is too much. That is literally when we went first date, we were laughing, kissing, hugging, like everything. Like, And I remember I sent a message to my mates that night and went, lasses, buy a fucking hat. Because I've met my husband. Like, no word of a lie. Ah! No word of a lie. And it's weird, like how you say, like... These little things that will will happen that almost let you know it's going it, that what you're doing. It right. was yeah. Oh, that is so cute. It, it, it was lush, mate, because there were so many reasons why we couldn't have been together, why that timeline wouldn't have worked, but it found a way. Yeah, and I think that was like the universe telling us it's right, and I always believe that. That I is believe so I was meant romantic. To <laughs> I <was> <laughs> I mean, the whole like think like follow like following on on Instagram and thinking he's a lovely bit of kit's not quite like Jane Austen, but it, <laughs> it's modern it's modern day romance. Everyone's got to take what they can get. Last, I know I've spoken to you so long, but it, it's because I've found everything you had to say so interesting and so inspirational. I will let you go, I swear. But I have two questions. One thing I can't go without asking. Looking at you now. You seem so beautiful, so happy, so together, so confident. Even just your house, you know, it's like immaculate. It's it's amazing. It would be really interesting and easy for people to just say, well, it's dead easy for her. But your life hasn't always looked like this, has it? No. Yeah, it's so... I definitely feel like when... It was May 2018 that I was really at, like, rock bottom, which was three in three years ago or something and um I had had a coke addiction for probably since I was 21 till I fell pregnant and I mean I went to my first NA meeting when I was 21 um so I kind of knew and so it was really it took over my life for sure and I was I just lived for parties because I had no career. I had no direction, no purpose. I had no self-worth. And I had found myself in the kind of party scene in London and was just desperately trying. It was like I just thought that, like, if I hung out at a party with celebrities, then I was validated. But, of course, no one gave a fuck about me because I was also just, like, some random coked-up girl just, like, turning up at parties and... It was, I, I was just like so, and the only time, like my self-loathing has always been like probably my biggest battle and like just such deep, like, un, like I can't, undescribable self-hate, like just couldn't, like hated the person I was, how I, everything, like how I looked, like I, I thought I was just like disgusting 
And um, the only time that I escaped from that was when I was high. And then, of course, you know, you see the sunrise and, you know, days, whatever. And then you're just depressed. And I think I didn't realize I was depressed for ages. Um, And but I remember I would always like look at people online who just seemed like really carefree and happy. And I was just so like, I was just so jealous. Like I was so jealous of that other people seemed to be able to like navigate life and just like be fine. And I just seemed to be miserable all the time. And so I thought I was just a really miserable person and that I was really negative and I didn't know how to like love anyone properly and definitely not myself. And um, I, yeah, I just thought that was how my life was going to be forever and I'd basically gone to Thai I've actually never really spoken about this stuff but I'd gone to Thailand on a yoga trip and just uh hoped to just like you know do become a yoga teacher and find myself and I came back and I went on like a two and a half day bender and I remember just Oh, like it's actually like still gives me like real anxiety when I think back at it. And I really thought I'm like, nothing is going to save me. Like nothing is going to save me. Like I'm always going to be like this. And I called my friend and she said, do you want to listen to this podcast on manifesting? And uh, I listened to it. And two weeks later, Wade messaged me on a dating app called Raya and a year to the day our son was born. No. Yeah. So that was like just the massive change in point for you. Like just the minute you heard that manifesting podcast, you fell in love with it. You fell in love with it, yeah. Because I realised it was all about self-worth. I started listening to my affirmations every night. And I then when I was pregnant with Wolf, I went through a really dark, really love dark that name, time. by the way. Love that name. Oh, thank you, my it's little amazing. angel. <laughs> I went through the darkest time of my life. I gained like six stone. I didn't leave the house for six months. The depression was like, because I did, obviously suddenly had to give up everything. Mm-hmm. Had no escape. I had like nothing. I was like in a bad, bad way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I kept visualizing what I wanted my life to be like afterwards. And after I gave birth to Wolfie, I was like, this is it. I am going to make my life insane. And... <laughs> Within two years, what you within a year, honestly, was like phenomenal. But within two years, like I have done nothing short of a miracle. And so (laughs) if if I like if you tell me manifesting doesn't work, I'm gonna tell you to just look at my fucking life because That's it. You are such a success story. Yeah, and it is manifesting. Yeah. Roxy, I could have cried listening to your talk there because for start as like I just think you're so amazing and I think you're so inspirational and it hurts me so much that you ever felt that way. But I honestly believe the the best people in life, like the most inspiring, the strongest, the most interesting, the one I want to sit next to at a dinner party is the person who has a grazed knee, who's known struggle, who has managed to turn their life around. So I feel like everything you went through was probably, even though so hard, absolutely integral to making you the person you are today and making sure you are this manifesting queen and you can pay forward 
all of that amazing knowledge and help other people realize their dreams so i'm sorry it happened but i'm pleased you are who you are now oh that is so 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 kind thank (laughs) you so much you're so welcome it's been an absolute pleasure having you on today and before i let you go I just, here at Vicky Patterson's Secret 2, we always give our lovely listeners um, a couple pearls of wisdom from one of our gorgeous guests. And obviously yours has to be the secret to manifesting. So Roxy Nafusi, I want to ask you what your secret to manifesting your best life is. So the secret to manifesting your best life is to start with cultivating self-love in every single way possible because self-love underpins the entire manifesting journey and every step in the book um it all starts there every single action you take or thought you have always ask yourself is there a more self-loving way I could do this And when you say self-love, like you mean showing yourself kindness, showing yourself compassion. You mean, like, I think women in particular really struggle with that sort of thing. So like, I like to tell people when I wake up in the morning, like I say to me, I try and pick out something in the mirror I like about myself rather than just pulling that. I know, because you know, for years, I hated what I saw in the mirror. And the first initial thought in the morning would be, oh god your tummy's got like yeah, rolls yeah. or you know i've got something whatever so i always say yes yeah, something like that so is that what you mean when you say self-love yeah it's just backing yourself and yeah. just like seeing yourself as the whole package i think i think actually as women we fixate on little things like either like you know our weight or the way we are like we, we look or the way we dress or whatever it is it's like you're a whole fucking package <laughs> like look at all the things you are you're like you're also like like kind and a good listener and whatever these or you're funny or you like life and soul or whatever these things you are and start taking yourself as a whole package and be your own cheerleader like back yourself um because no one else is going to do it for you like you've got to start there like get like set your boundaries have people around you that make you feel good about yourself like that is so important um show up for you as well like I just love this yeah yeah, oh, I'm, I already know, like, I have learned so much from this, Roxy. I can't wait to get balls deep in your book. Um, I will tell everyone where it's available in the outro, but once again, just thank you. Well, don't so worry, much. Amazon haven't even got my fucking book in stock. So, this is basically because I don't have a million followers that they were like, she doesn't have enough followers. So, they assumed I wouldn't sell many books. So, they just didn't order enough. Well, do you know what? That's more fool then, but I'm sure by the time this podcast's out, they'll have got their asses in again. <laughs> I hope so. I've got everything crossed. If not, if it's not on Amazon, where else can they buy it? In bookstores? Yeah, Waterstones and stuff. And they, we've had restocking issues all week. It's so annoying. But anyway, thank you so much. I'm, so I'm awesome. like genuinely obsessed with you. Like this no, has been man. one of my favorite conversations I've ever had. I knew I was going to love you. And I just, I, I'm just, this, I couldn't feel like more obsessed with you. Feeling is absolutely mutual, mate. <laughs> and you've made us fall in love with manifesting as well. I'm already thinking like, me and my boyfriend are going to do with vision boards next Saturday. We've got a day off. I'm going to buy a jar right now. I am all for this. Gratitude, manifesting, realising my power, babe. Thank you so much for being an amazing guest, Roxy. Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, guys, I'm a little bit in love. What a woman. What a fucking woman! Roxy Nafusi, everybody, with the lowdown on how to manifest 
living your best life. Um, I took away loads from that um, and I really hope you guys did too. Um, If you want to hear more, Roxy's amazing new book, Manifest, Seven Steps to Living Your Best Life, is available now. Um, As you've heard, she's got some stocking issues at Amazon, but I'm sure it's all sorted now. If not, it is available in Waterstones, guys. Um, Kind of controversial, me just telling you to buy someone else's book the week mine is out. Don't forget mine is out as well. But um, I'm not going to try and channel envy. I'm going to vibe higher than that. She's an amazing person. The book is incredible. And I learned an awful lot from us, so no doubt the book will be chock full of amazing, helpful, handy hints to help you live the life you fucking deserve, guys. So thank you so much for listening. Um, and if you are loving Vicky Patterson The Secret too, please do all of the normal podcasty things. Tell your mates, leave a review. Um, and I hope you're enjoying this series. Take care, guys. Have a brilliant week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.